You're listening to the Living Unapologetically podcast, where you'll learn to thrive living the unapologetic lifestyle. With your host, Shakita, she'll discuss entrepreneurship, life, faith, dating, and everything in between. You'll be unapologetically you, and she'll be, well, unapologetically her. And now, here's your host, Shakita. Happy Friday, everyone, and thank you for joining me today on the Living Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Shakita, and I have an amazing episode in store for you. But first, I have some incredible news. I have a new book coming out in August. I am incredibly excited about this. I had took some time from the podcast to really focus on writing this devotional, asking God for these prayers. The title of this devotional is called Finding Confidence in Christ While Dating and Waiting for Your Godly Husband. This is a 90-day devotional filled with phenomenal prayers. I mean, these prayers are from heaven, guys. Like, I literally sought God's face for these prayers. And we are covering every part of a man that you can think of. We are covering his will, his emotions. We are covering his mind, his relationships. We are covering his finances, his his soul, like the relationship. Like, God has given me 90 different areas to pray over and I know this devotional is going to bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And I am so incredibly excited about this devotional. And when I say relationship, I mean his relationship with you, his relationship with Christ, and his relationships within the community. But anyway, guys, I'm really excited to bring this episode to you titled Journey to Bliss, Eight Habits Okay, these are eight habits that we are going to talk about to supercharge your life with positivity. You know, I've learned that positivity, happiness, those things are practices, right? You guys know me growing up, I was super negative. The glass was always half empty. Coming into Christ, you guys know my testimony. It was really hard for me to believe the word of God because it was so amazing. And there was like this book full of promises. And it was so hard for me to kind of accept this and like, think that, wow, this could really happen to me. So I had a really, really bad mindset. But I have eight habits today that's going to help you shift your mindset if it was just as bad as mine. And I think that this episode, well, I know, I just know that I know that I know that this episode is going to bless your soul. So I am incredibly excited about it. And we are going to jump right into this, right? Because we want to have a blissful life. We want to be grateful. We want to be happy every moment that we are here on earth. We want it to be a happy, happy time. Not saying that happy things are always going to be happening to us, but we want to have the joy of the Lord on the inside of us. And we want to have literally an attitude of gratitude that is very, very important to me now. Um, And so let's start off with the first one. And that is going to be waking up with gratitude. 
So we rise and shine with gratitude. Of course, we are coming out of the NIV Bible and the book of Psalms. Uh, Psalm 118.24 says that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We want to start off our day with a dose of gratitude and a smile. Literally, that is going to set the tone for greatness. We want to make sure that when we are waking up, we are excited about waking up like when we open up our eyes it's like thank you Jesus for another day thank you God for this day right thank you God for just waking me up thank you God for you know whatever I can't really tell you how to thank God and tell you what to thank God for but I know You have reasons. We all have reasons to thank God. So starting off our day with a a dose of gratitude and just being happy and grateful is just like the first, first, first step, right? Our second habit is about just taking care of ourselves, like literally laughing our way to wellness. The word of God declares in the book of Proverbs that a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. You know how infectious laughter is. You know how it has really good benefits over your overall well-being, right? So laughing is, is the best medicine, right? As we learn to laugh more, we become more happier, right? You ever meet a person that just she's always laughing at stuff and it's not that everything is funny but it's just a practice of just laughing really really laughing and really really being in the moment you know I used to be so serious that even if something was funny like I didn't even laugh at it I was like so stiff and uptight that nothing made me laugh and so when I came into a season of laughter you don't understand how good it feels to just laugh like literally laugh out loud and now (laughs) I just laugh spontaneously all the time because the joy of the Lord is my strength and my stronghold and I enjoy life, right? I love to laugh now. I think that laughter is very, very, very important. And yeah, a cheerful heart is good medicine, right? And so let's go on to part three, dancing like nobody's watching. Uh, The Word of God declares in the book of Psalms 149 and verse 3, Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with the tremble and harp. You know, embracing the freedom and movement to express our joy through dance is incredible. King David danced himself quite often. And in this season of my life, I've been dancing so much more and I feel so free. Not only is dancing a good way to express joy, release joy, it also helps with burning calories, right? It makes you feel good when you move your body. And when you're dancing unto the Lord, it just, it's like this supernatural charge. It makes me feel incredible. Just dancing before the Lord. It's like, it's like, you know, 
when I was in church, I used to always say, you know, ain't no party like the Holy Ghost party because the Holy Ghost party don't stop, right? When you are in Christ, I promise, it's like a party for me, like 24-7. Like, yeah, we have those serious times, but for the most part, there's a lot of celebration. And when I'm praising and worshiping and dancing, that's like celebratory to me. Like, it's like a celebration and it makes me happy. It makes my body happy. It makes my spirit happy. It makes my soul happy. So if you're in a tough spot, why don't you try dancing a little bit and just see how good it makes you feel when that that music comes on and it just hits your soul and you're like, Lord, you know, I'm telling you, there are so many creative artists now uh, that are in Christ and singing and rapping for Christ and it's just amazing. It's amazing. And even if you're offbeat, <laughs> it's okay. But just incorporating, you know, dancing for Christ it, it is really, really going to bless you. Really going to bless you. Okay, here is habit number four. Feed your soul with the word of God. Okay, now this, of course, we know is very, very important because we have to be able to uh, be fed. Either you are going to be a faithful believer or a fearful believer. But whatever you feed is going to grow. So if you are hearing the word, the word of God declares that faith comes by hearing, right? We know that when we are in the word of God, that is the ultimate source of wisdom, right? So we have to feed our souls with the word of God because there are so many stories in the Bible, so many teachings, so many delightful surprises. It's like a treasure, just full of joy waiting to be explored. Like when you open up the word of God, even let me tell you this story, guys. <laughs> the other day, I was driving and it was it was a Sunday. And you know, what has been really difficult for me in this season is learning to rest on the Sundays and really, you know, knowing, you know, God works this six days and he rested one, right? And I'm not going to argue back and forth with other people about if Sunday's the Sabbath or, you know, I don't get into those type of things. But what I do know is it is important to take a day of rest. And so I have my day of rest, but even on my day of rest, it's like, look, go, God, you know, I want to write, I want to work out. And so I'm debating in my mind, like, you know, even going on Google to see what other believers are saying about, you know, what are they doing on their Sabbath day? Like, are they working out? <laughs> like, are you guys working out? Are you guys like writing? Are you guys recording? Like, what are you doing? Right. And I, I heard somebody say, you know, Google is not your God. You can go to God directly and he's going to tell you what you need to know. Right. Okay, so I'm like at the drive-thru Googling and reading other believers' responses. And then the, the moment I got back from grabbing breakfast, I sat here in my home office and I started reading the Word of God. And as soon as I opened the Bible, he led me to the scripture and it talks about on the Sabbath day. And it was like God was talking directly to me. So I can attest to you that, of course, Google is not God. We uh, want to get into a place where we could talk to God directly, and he is going to answer us immediately, sometimes through the word of God. So when you are feeding your soul with the word of God, 
it is going to bless your life because you're not going to have to run to Google. You're not going to have to run to people. You are going to talk to your father, your heavenly father yourself. There is no problem that he cannot solve, right? There's no problem that's going to appear that is going to be complex. And he's going to be like, okay, what do we do now? Like never, ever, ever. Right. So that really helps me. You know, feeding your soul with the word of God, that is definitely a blessing. And I thank God for his word. I thank God for him responding uh, to me, you know, and um, just for the relationship that, you know, I have with Christ. It's, It's a blessing. Okay, guys, let's go right to number five. Master the art of smiling. This is a powerful one because, listen, Proverbs 15 and 30 tells us that a cheerful look brings joy to the heart and good news gives help to the bone. A simple smile can brighten up anybody's day and lift the spirit of those around you. And, you know, smiling is incredibly contagious. So the fifth habit will be mastering the heart of smiling. Like you literally have to learn to smile on purpose. And I am not kidding. I recently met a woman and she's new, you know, recently met her, you know, she's new to the office. And when you are having a conversation with her, she just starts to smile. And I have never seen anything like it in my life, like never, ever. It, it is just such an unusual thing. And so it was so unusual to me that I had to ask her, like, you know, how did you learn to do that? Right. Because, you know, and then she's like, well, you know, my resting face is not so friendly. So I had to put in a practice of just smiling all the time, right? And I'm like, really, right? This is just great to me. Like literally practicing smiling and not a transitional smile, a transactional smile. Like you smile and they smile back. No, you're going to smile whether they're smiling back at, or, or not. You're going to smile because you love God. God is good. His goodness and mercy is just following you everywhere you go, right? You are always having a reason to smile. So when I look at her and I have a conversation with her and she just starts to smile, like my heart just melts. It melts like wax. It's like, oh my goodness, this is so cool. Like, wow. And it's so warming. You know, when you're having a conversation with someone and they're just smiling and smiling, it's beautiful. So I think if you, you know, incorporate a habit of just smiling on purpose And even practicing, practicing, and practicing, if you don't already have that habit, that is literally going to bless your life. It's going to bless your life, right? So let's go to, are you guys getting excited? Because I'm excited. I'm really excited. Even talking about these things are just stirring me up and getting me really excited. Let's go ahead and talk about habit number six, practicing random acts of kindness. Have you guys ever been at the Starbucks drive-thru and then like you order your drink, right? Like so right now I'm big on uh, soy. Uh, I do like a matcha green tea with soy, right? And it's going to be, you know, iced but with no ice and like eight, eight scoops of matcha powder, right? <laughs> it's like a tongue twister, but I get it every single morning faithfully. But you know how refreshing it is when you get to that window and they're like 6.15 and then you, you, you pull up and they're like, oh, this person already paid. 
Like what? They pay for my my tea. Okay, let's let's uh pay it forward. Pay for the person behind me, right? So random acts of kindness. That's our sixth habit, right? We want to spread kindness like confetti. We want to like brighten somebody's day with like our selfish gestures. We want to go out and do stuff, even if it's as simple as you know. I don't know as women if we should be holding a door for people, but holding a door for people, right? I mean, like, whatever, you, whatever the Lord leads you to do, you know, paying it forward, you know, when you're buying your cup of coffee, hey, I want to buy the cup for the, the vehicle behind me or whatever God tells you to do, right? That is beautiful because it's like, you know blessing someone else, right? In a very unusual way. There are so many ways if you just like think about like your day-to-day life and if you look at what your schedule and your routine consists of, how you can bless somebody just maybe like in little doses throughout the day of how you can practice a random act of kindness. You know, I think that that is a blessing. Um, and the word of God in Ephesians tells us to be kind and compassionate to one another, right? Just unleashing the power of kindness by embracing random acts of goodness, spreading love. You know, it makes the world a better place, even if it's just one gesture at a time. Build it, being consistent with this over time, it's going to change your life, I promise. It has changed mine, and it feels good to me. When someone is nice to me, it feels good to me when someone is kind to me. It feels good. Like it warms my heart. It feels so good. So just imagine, right? All right. Let's go to part number seven. I'm excited. Embracing the power of positive affirmations. Now, here's the thing about that. Because positive affirmations are the fuel, you know, for this habit. Because we know that there's so much power in our tongue. Like literally the word tells us that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its its fruit. So we should be speaking words of encouragement and and affirming the words of other people, uplifting people, uplifting ourselves. And, And this really matters like how you talk to yourself. It's not just you're so nice to everybody and you you encourage everybody and you believe in everybody and you speak life to everybody, but how are you talking to you when you make a mistake, when you're feeling down? How are you talking to yourself? Because that matters too. You spend the most time with yourself. You want to be as gentle and loving and kind with yourself as possible. And hey, if you're not there right now, you ask God to help you because I wasn't there. Like all these things that I have done and I'm sharing with you, they have blessed my life. I wasn't born with these habits. I practiced them. I'm still working on um, smiling more, um, but I've practiced these things. And they have literally shifted the course of my life. So positive affirmations, you know, positive, uplifting self-talk, you know, being very, very intentional about the words that are coming out of your mouth and the words you are surrounding yourself with. Okay. Um, And and the reason why I say uh, be careful with that is because I know they have, you know, these secular affirmations and these secular things. And, you know, YouTube's really popular for these, um, 
you know, secular affirmations. You could play them all day and play them all night, but you have to be careful because they're calling on other gods and things like that. Uh, the universe this and things like that. And I personally don't feel comfortable with that. And that's my conviction. And you may have a different one. So, um, I'm definitely careful with that. And if I am listening to positive affirmations, it's going to be from Abide or um, it's going to be from a reputable um, um, Christian uh, creator. Okay, amen, amen, and amen. So let's go to part eight. Um, and I thank you guys for hanging in there. And I'm hoping that you guys have, you know, put all these down somewhere, written them on your heart, <laughs> your notebook, you know, whatever you, wherever you write things that you want to work on. Um, because it is July and we are, you know, some of us are working on living our best incredible lives. Um, but this one is the most important because even as I discussed earlier, you know, resting, recharging, and rejoicing. You know, our eighth habit reminds us to find time to relax and celebrate our accomplishments. The Word of God declares in Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So we carve out moments of rest, rejuvenation, and joyful, excel- uh, joyful celebration along our journey. Because here's why. There's two things I want to say with this. You know, when you are just working, 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 I don't know about your schedules, but my schedule is is pretty, um, you know, I'm very productive. So when I told you guys about my day of rest, it's really serious for me that I take a day of rest. You have to literally carve out moments of rest. And it doesn't even have to be a day. It could be a certain block on your calendar per day or every, however God wants you to work on that. But it is important that you learn to rest and recharge. You don't want to burn out. You don't want to be so tired that you are not present. You don't want to be so overworked that, you know, so burnout and avoiding burnout is critical in any season of your life. The Lord invites us to give him our burdens. The Lord invites us to come to him when we're weary, when we're tired. He invites us to do so so that he can give us rest. It's very important that we rest. If we see God of just the universe, the you know, the creator of heaven and earth, in six days he did all these things, but even himself rested. If we are to imitate Christ and imitate our Father, we too, in our mortal, I mean, he's a God, right? Us in our mortal bodies, we have to try and rest. It, the, even the word of God declares like it is vain. It, it is worthless to just labor, 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 labor for profit. It is God that gives the power to wealth. It is God that will, you know, grow the 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 harvest, bring the harvest, send the harvest, you know. So it, it's, it's vain, you know, just to keep working and working and working and working because you think, oh, you know, the world says hustle like this and hustle like that. But that's not what my Bible tells me. I must incorporate rest. I have to. And plus, I'm in this world and not of the world, so I don't operate like the world. So I'm not all about that hustle, 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 hustle. No sleep, team no sleep, team no days off. I'm not with that. Like, that's not me. And like I said, that may be you and that may be your thing, but that's not my thing. 
my Bible tells me I need to rest, right? And so I have a day of rest. And the second thing that I want to say is celebrate. I think another thing is like, we have all these victories and we celebrate them like, wow. Like when I trademarked my company, I trademarked this company, right? And it was something that I've always wanted to do. And it was such a a process. But after I trademarked the company, literally when I got the certificate from the United States of America trademark office, I got the certificate, I opened it and it was like, okay, I just hung it up on the wall. When I passed my exam to become a realtor, it was kind of like, okay, I got my certificate and I hung it on the wall. Like, you know, there are just some things that you should celebrate just a little bit longer, right? So I want you guys to start celebrating a little bit longer. Some things that you are walking into this season of your life, you prayed for this. You've literally prayed and asked God for it, right? But because the enemy has you so distracted, you can't even recognize that you are walking into doors that you've once prayed to be open. Celebrate a little bit longer, guys. Celebrate a little bit harder, guys, right? And incorporate these eight habits to your life. And you are going to learn to unleash your inner joy. And you are going to start thriving like never before. Never before. You are going to see some changes, some really powerful changes in your life. So briefly, let's just recap what these eight habits are that are going to supercharge your life, supercharge. I mean, you're going to see an improvement in your life. Try this. Try this for a couple of, you know, I don't know, weeks. I would say, I know the world says it's 21 days to uh, make a habit, but it's not. It's actually like 71 days. So it's going to take some time. Um, but I would, I would just try it. I would really just try it for like a month. And, and tell me that you don't see a difference a month from today. Tell me you don't see a difference if you, one, wake up every morning. You rise and shine with gratitude. Two, you laugh your way to wellness. You are laughing on purpose. You are intentional about your laughter. Three, you are dancing like nobody is watching. Four, you're feeding your soul with the word of God. Five, you're mastering the art of smiling. You're smiling on purpose. You're intentional about smiling. Six, you're practicing your random acts of kindness. Seven, you're embracing the power of positive affirmation, positive self-talk, positive conversation. And lastly, you are resting and you are recharging and you are rejoicing. You are celebrating longer, right? You're resting, you're relaxing, right? Let me know how it works for you. Let me know, okay? But I'm praying that if you try this for the next, what, next 30 days, you are going to see a significant change. Your life is going to be upgraded. You're going to be so much more happier. You're going to be so glad you listened to this podcast. I can see you guys sending me messages now like, oh my goodness, that podcast, those habits have really, really, really supercharged my life. And I am so glad about it. I pray that this message has blessed you. I pray that you keep smiling, that you keep dancing, and that you keep enjoying Christ. That you keep praying and seeking out 
God. I pray that you, you know, embark on a journey of self-discovery, you know, and learn what makes you better, how you can be a better person, right? I just get so excited about things that are going to change the lives of people. I know that God says we should always be growing. So if you know someone that will be blessed by this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. And if you were blessed, write to me. Let me know. Thanks for listening to Shakita on the Living Unapologetically podcast. New episodes drop every Friday. Join us as she discusses more on faith, entrepreneurship, and everything in between. Visit our website for more information, www.iamshakita.com or on Instagram at IamShakita. And don't forget to like and subscribe.